Folks, rev your engines this week. <laughs> uh, we're driving manual this time. Right? Uh, I'm John Davies of WBQ. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Beers In. Uh, as you know, we go around the table to introduce ourselves. I am Jeff from Keg Grove. I feel like you should have said, like, I'm V6 Jeff. I'm V6 Jeff. I <laughs> got a Hemi in it, man. That's Lisa V8. Come on, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that ruined mine. And I can't do the per thing, so I would say, like, I'm V8 Tyler, but I ain't He's a V2. It. Yeah. I'm electric motor Tyler. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> I'm uh, Todd from uh, Mako of Bloomington Normal. And I'm also Todd, and this is a technician right now. So this is interesting, John. We have two Todds. You scheduled them. <laughs> I did, I did. This is like car talk with Todd and Todd. We don't have the brothers. I love that show. But we have, man. like, Todd and Todd. One of the which best is like, ever. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, built my whole deck listening to Car Talk. No Coolio. doubt. Yes, nice. yes. I thought you were saying I built my whole deck with a car. <laughs> well, that would be cool, too, but no. I listen to Car Talk. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah, it was a great show back in the yes. day. I heard that uh, after one of the brothers passed away, they continued to air repeat episodes obviously because the full yes. show is not there for seven years after the fact I like, may have built my deck during that time that's awesome <laughs> such a great NPR show but no, uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys are joining us for a little podcast action here uh, based at Keg Grove Brewing Company we're getting uh, automotive today with obviously we got some developments in town over the last couple of years um, Things look like they're uh, going to be starting to be plugged in from here on out. Going electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woo. I, I, I mean, I, I know Todd. Um, uh, which we do, Todd? Should we do, like, yeah, should I just call we... you Todd Vaughn the whole time because I'm more familiar with you? you just call it? me T. <laughs> and Todd. We'll go there, you there. there you go. Todd T. There you go. T, I know you, you, you used to work for, I believe it was uh, Jeep Chrysler Dodge. Is Great. that? Yeah. Yep. Get the whole team in there. And now we've moved on to the electric side of town. Actually, yeah, I do work for Rivian. That's right. I mean, no, like, I know a lot of things are kind yeah, of under wraps, and you um, have this is the industry is going this way. So it was hybrid mostly back in the day, and now it's more going full electric. Um, Ford just announced their truck. Mm-hmm. Chevy announced theirs a while back. Um, Tesla's bringing out that cyber truck. So and now Rivian's going to. Do you like it? Do you like the look of the side truck? Do you? Yeah. Mm. Um, I do not, but that's I, my first I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a not a truck guy. T on that. Um, I want to live that. like in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I mean, I, I get what the concept was supposed to be, but man, it looks like a aluminum triangle. To be on Mars. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a fan of the look. Uh, Honestly, uh, I'm not. But the younger generation. They're eating it up right now. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So. No, you're right. I mean, it's good a lot of times. So I, I, for that case, that's that's a good, good way to go. Yeah. I like the speed of electric because I think they can do really cool things with it. Like I love the the Tesla Roadster thing would be insane to drive. I would love to drive it. And I know like Rivian's truck is an SUV is like zero to sixty very very quick very for quick. a truck in an yeah. SUV. You know what I mean? I would I would love to drive it. Just never driven an electric car because everything to me with an electric car is a Prius. 
You know, it's like, <laughs> well, sure. I got to get over the look. Because we're old, Tyler. Yeah, yeah that's we're just, old. I mean, that, like, if it's so electric, that's, that's fine. But yes. why can't it look cool? Like, why does and it have was, to look and that like was the that? the problem they had when they first came out, is that the mm-hmm. Prius was one of the first ones out. That was the first taste we had of them. And everybody hated them because, <laughs> frankly, yeah. they weren't very good looking. No. And they when you and car guys weren't the market for that car. No, right. yeah. no. valid point. Well, back when they first came out, we didn't want to touch them. It's unknown territory. Well, so actually, they, right. The wrong to- you, you touch the wrong wire. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, and yeah. then it switches over to how even the body side yeah. has to know where exactly how they how to yeah. disable it. Yeah. Well, where they can take a panel off because yeah. there may be something running. So I think it. the progression that you're talking about is also interesting. When I was young. I'm not anymore, but um, I delivered auto parts, and I would deliver. Did you drive one of the Napa trucks with the little? No, I drove my own car. <laughs> I drove. I drove a 1980s something, shit brown. I said that, Crown Victoria box style. And that was and your delivery. That vehicle? was my delivery vehicle because it was my car. You were like the Domino's guy. Oh, dude, you just throw the. I could fit an entire exhaust car. in that thing. It didn't matter. <laughs> But the thing was, like, yeah, he's drunk. Yeah, it, well, yeah. It, it was. But I delivered the parts. But also, when something broke down, I'm at the repair shop. And they're like, they threw me the part and some tools. And they're like, go fix it. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> I'm not the guy. But but I learned. I learned how to fix things. I changed brakes. I, I learned all that stuff while I worked there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was valuable. But then I fast forward a couple of years, and then suddenly it was like. You can't touch that. Literally, you cannot touch that. Mm-hmm. It's all computerized. It's all getting yeah. more complicated. And and that was, I mean, it was freaky to me. You know what I mean? Like, you, like even now in my truck, I'm not touching anything. Mm-hmm. I actually took a few tea. Well, when I started, there was uh, 20 years ago, I've been doing it. When I first started, there was one onboard computer. Now, at my previous company, their hybrid vehicle at somewhere like 60 on both computers. And those, so I, if I'm wrong, they all have motors on the wheels, right? Each wheel has its own designated motor. For the is Rivian that, cars, for that's the, how they drive them, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that how that, that works? They have uh, two drive units. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that, I mean, that's me, just in the space that you save. You know, like it's crazy with the electric vehicles. You know, you cut weight. Yeah, the batteries seem to be heavy, but there's not really anything else that you have besides the batteries and then putting the motors on the wheels. Yeah, uh, except for the drive units, the battery, you still have a traditional car. Yeah, but you're not putting a steel body. You know, it's not like it's a 70 Chevelle on no, a battery pack. But Ford changed that with aluminum body way yeah. a while ago. Yeah. Well, so that's also so. Todd, yeah. how does that fall in, like, looking to your future? Like, you right, right, right now, like, well, right, right now you're, you're fixing classic cars. You just sent me a beautiful Corvette that you did some work on. It was gorgeous and it sounded great. But, I mean, how does that affect, like, even you moving forward as far as this? Well, the truth is is that the, the Corvette I sent you is the cool stuff. We don't get this. We don't get those very often. I mean, those are the, the 1%. Yeah. cars that we get most of them are the boring elantras and whatever to fix a bumper or whatever but yeah the occasional with, my car that yeah, i that made once, it back once in a while just truck. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the tyler asked about aluminum and for the most part it's by the nature of the metal itself it's hard to fix and by the other big one in my industry is 
manufacturers have specific ways you have to repair them in, in order for them to be safe. And of course, that's the most paramount thing you have to follow is that if you, if the, and because every single panel on a car now is structural almost. Yes. So you have to be very, very careful about making sure everything is repaired and replaced the right way. And with aluminum, it's so soft that yeah. a lot of times the only way you can fix it is to replace it. Well, because uh, it's, it's it, like a pop can, right? You well, once a pop can, pop exactly. it back out, it's pretty stretchy. Precisely the problem. Once yeah. you in steel has even the thinnest steel on the cars now at least has some memory to it. When you pop it out, it goes back where it was. You still have to fix it, but it's better. Yeah. Aluminum. You hit it out, it went out, and then you have to go back in, and yeah. eventually it fatigues, and it's not going to be repairable at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this is a total tangent. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, I was in your shop, and I saw plastic welding. Yes. Blew my freaking mind. <laughs> and you have to be very talented, because I had one. Yes. I melted everything and got rid of it. Right. <laughs> so all I'm saying I'm is... On, I'm yes. a mechanic, I could do this. Nope. This that's, was like at your house, So this this blew my mind. Mm-hmm. So can you please tell me how to do it? Because I mean, well, oh my god, I have no idea what you're talking about. So start from ground zero. <laughs> okay, so almost every bumper on any car is made of plastic now. It's pretty much across the board. So because they're so incredibly expensive, we've seen we've seen Chevrolet bumpers go for a thousand dollars now, and that's for just the bumper cover. It's just a plastic cover. Well, a lot of insurance companies obviously want to save costs, and so do customers, so we have to re- re- try to repair them. The only way to repair a giant, if it's cracked straight down, you can plastic weld it back together, which, as silly as it sounds, is basically the same as welding metal, but we use what's called a plastic stapler, which is really just looks like a two-prong thing with a paper clip put in it that sure. holds the crack closed and seals it up so it won't come open mind-blowing and then we grind everything out and then basically you weld a brazing rod with a really really expensive heat gun essentially and weld the plastic melt the plastic all back together and then smooth everything back out again with the development of like 3d printing and like the pens that are essentially capable of 3d printing Mm -hmm. is that something that's incorporated within your industry in the modern day it hasn't as of yet but it probably, I would theorize it probably could be, um, but it all depends on what the plastic is. Because uh, there are lots of different types of substrate plastics what? that are out there. You're saying cheap plastic doesn't work? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Well, super glue gets used quite often too, because it has to for certain things. But it, but there, the super glues in our business aren't the ones you buy at Walmart. Oh. They're a lot, a lot more. Duct tape, but they're also tape, a lot man. more expensive. So next time we talk, Todd, I'd like one of those super glue bottles. <laughs> that was like my favorite thing with like my dad, like growing up with old cars and stuff like that, like fixing things. It was like chicken wire and duct tape was like the farmer's way to fix a lot of stuff. And it didn't matter what car it was; it could be you know a '50s Corvette. And you'd find chicken wire, like, holding, like, one of the grills in. It was like, oh, yeah, he just had a quick fix. Like, but it's a Corvette. He's right. like, they don't care. The well, only thing he's changing now is it's zip ties. Right? Yeah. That's well, the only thing new. Which I, zip ties are great. <laughs> it's the only thing new. when it comes to candy lines. <laughs> but 3D printing is starting to be introduced in the manufacturing. Oh. That, I believe. Right. That starting. makes perfect sense. 
Do you think sense. they're going to get to where the speed of 3D printing picks up? Because, you know, like with uh, G3 machining. In yeah, G3, great local company. We've done a lot of work with them. And they have a bunch of 3D printers. Well, they do, yeah. They've made jet bangles like, and all kinds of stuff for us. Brandon talks about how long it takes to print like, it does take little time. functionable parts. 100%, sure. yes. So that's the only thing I can see with like the drawback, unless you, I mean, I'm sure you can speed up. 3D printing's really only been around for what, maybe three years? Right, yeah, isn't so that freaky? On a large like, scale, yeah. Yeah, on a large scale. Technology yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, we have electric cars now. Houses now. <laughs> well, right. yeah, so I saw yeah. the 3D printing, like, uh, concrete machines. Yeah. Well, even like the Mars. There's yeah. the whole oh, yeah. Mars yeah. thing where right. you can build yeah. the Craziness. shelter. And, I mean, yeah. come on. Maybe that'll bring the lumber cost back down. <laughs> yeah, God hopes. Well, think about it. You can set a computer up and you can print a house and come back in 24 hours, and, yeah. and that part is done. Yeah. And if a guy's got 50 computers right. or right. robots, hey, I can do 50 houses in a month. Get into coding, kids. Get yes, into no coding. Get into computers. Yes. yes. Or computers beer. are the way forward. Top or T, should I say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> for someone that like hears all of this in passing, doesn't necessarily have like, oh yeah, cool. This car can go zero to sixty in one point one seconds. We have electric cars coming to town. Can you tell me what? We, I mean, obviously you have a set release date. I'm not sure what that is. I'm sure you know when we can actually see these in town. But what can the city of Bloomington Normal expect now that Rivian's in town and these cars are going to be a part of our community? Um, you can see some very cool stuff coming. I can't give you a release date. Um, but you're going to see some very cool stuff coming. Um, some nice charging stations. Stuff like that, um, but have the sorry to cut in on you. No, you're fine. So the only thing that I think my drawback would be with the electric vehicles is the charging stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go across country in a car, how do you get there? If you don't like, do you plan your charging stops? Like I, I don't know how you charge. You change uh, plan your. There's apps out there that you. Um, so I mean, tell you where to plug in or to and do. Then, yeah, so you'll probably like, okay, I want to go from point A to point B, and these are their stops. Yeah. So try playing food, bathroom, all those kind of breaks where you can just stop, plug in, go do what you need to do, and then get back in the car. Um, charging systems are now progressed so far. I know they're getting and faster. They have, oh, they have superchargers that will charge your car in 30 minutes. Okay. Wow. So really? by the time you walk into a restaurant, yeah, you're, food, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Your car's charged. It takes so, that long to get to the bathroom and get right, 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 yeah. the gas station. So that was always my thing. Was yeah. like, well, if I'm going to go on drive, I either have to stop for eight hours to charge my car to go, you know, so many miles. No, that was like was six always, years ago. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just like how fast is the technology moving, which is crazy. It's that real, is, it's real that quick. Is, yeah. The problem is, is you can't go fast charge, fast charge, fast charge. It's not good any better. So you have to plan where I'm going to go this far. I can charge. You know, 30 minutes and then you may have to say okay that's my hotel stop of the night and then hopefully the hotel you will choose will have a charging station yeah. that will charge you so i mean that's going to become more and more important too right like like you yeah. said hopefully i mean hotels restaurants i mean they're going to want to have that I breweries mean, even yeah, I mean, I mean, has stations well do you uh, think town parking garage has stations well, do you think you'll see more of like the gas station setup just like you you show up you pull your car in you know, I, I see the future um, having power stations like rest stops. 
Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that you just pull in, you charge. Yeah. I know, like that big what what is it Wally's or whatever the oh, massive Wally's gas station in Pontiac. Pontiac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like where, place they just uh, built. Yeah. Hashtag jerky bar. Right. Yeah. So where yes. there's like you pull up, you can plug your car in. There's something to do for at least the twenty or thirty yeah. minutes. You know, it's no, not like yeah. a gas station where it's like, and they may hey, have, I'm gonna go get a hundred pop and leave. Hundred percent. And they yeah. may have some stage three and some superchargers. Yeah. What's oh, the trajectory? I heard they also K, they have K Grove beer there. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I've heard that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I uh, I do know that Tesla has, and I'm sure Rivian will have too. They have a program in their built into the cars that you plan your trip, uh, and it already knows because Tesla has its own charging. It has yes. its own charging network. Yeah. It will tell you where to you go stop. here, stop, go here, stop, go here, stop, and so on and so on. But and, and but I'm sure Rivian and a lot of the other electric all electric cars are having their own their universal type of setups where you can go to any type almost like a USB port right well like you got your own yeah a specific well, incredibly fancy one well, but yes but you just but it's not that simple I mean Apple versus uh, non Apple but are they gonna, well, I mean, Apple, yeah. Tesla is the Apple versus the everyone else right right, right right Tesla is. Their system is proprietary to only them. That you you cannot charge a Tesla mm-hmm. anywhere but at a Tesla station. And you don't get charged for that. Right? Oh yeah, you do. You do. Okay. Most you got to have a card deal. loaded. Oh yeah. Oh, you got to oh, pay. So it. that's what I was curious. Like, so when you pull up, if it was like a gas station setting, I'm assuming you're getting charged for that power that's that you're yeah. pulling. Okay. Yeah. And there'll be an app. Huh. There'll be like the charging station will have a number on it. Is it similar to gas prices? Put that number on there, and then they'll turn it off for you. It is Tesla does mind. have their own charging network, but only you can't. You can get into Tesla's uh, charge ports now, but you have to have my Tesla's adapter uh, to be able to charge the other ones. So yeah. how do they charge? I mean, is <laughs> just it, like Apple. How much is it to charge your car then? Do you know I that? I think it's prevailing rates. And it all depends on how badly battery's depleted. Um, that thing knows what. What gas prices are, what electric prices. Well, are. yeah, that's well, yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah. so, so you're telling me like even at high V right now, pull up, plug in, you're getting charged. Depending on whether or not like they may charge you free. Some I don't may or may not. I, yeah, I don't know may, either. I mean, you're shopping there, so they may let you charge you free. There's a shopping. There. Right. Right. Some locations to obviously count the cost, but okay. uh, if you're okay. Like uh, I think state, I've heard State Farm has charging stations within their parking garage. I mean, working places but that those makes people, sense. But I those mean, people pay with those people who plug in charge for those. Right. For those. I mean, it work workplace makes sense. I mean, down the road, I, I could see us having to do that. I mean, I, and I would do that for my employees. I mean, but different businesses do. I mean. Mm-hmm. I have how many employees versus State Farm's yeah. thousands, you know. Tens, tens, right. thousands, yeah. Right. And most people, if you actually track your mileage, you don't do a whole really lot. You stay within, like, it's work. Right. The closest grocery store to your closest gym. So, for and, somebody and then you electric, go home. maybe yeah, be able yeah, yeah, to do yeah. all that yeah. and then go back home and charge overnight. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That, so. that makes sense. <laughs> We're probably blowing that too far out of proportion. Is a uh, is American Muscle dead? Is the car Absolutely as we knew it? Absolutely not. Mopar's never, dropping a big V8 and a Jeep Wrangler. Well, you say that, but ten years going, from now, everybody's going electric. Mopar's still dropping big motors in their cars, and let's say, hey, room, room, yeah, sure, we're but fly down the road. But on the everyday, average Joe level of America, ten years from now, obviously this is all brand new. 
I mean, are you, where do you, what's the trajectory? I'm sure you've heard some numbers thrown around at work. I mean. Uh, I'm talking like the new generation. We've all, we've all to say, say the plan. But we're still like, um, my age, around a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger. There's still guys out there that are not going to buy them. They're going to buy your Chargers, Mustangs, Corvettes, Camaros, just to have a good time. Yeah, you know? but that's still 5% of the market. At best, people buying cars because of their love of the vehicle itself and the sounds that it makes and feeling that it really think? gets you going. Well, the my way I, my take on it is that they're probably going to come to a point where because of cafe standards and things like that where we're going to have a... The only car you're going to be able to get at a brand new car dealership is a electric car or a hybrid of some kind. That's coming. How quickly? Right. Well, 10 years ago, we would have never said there was going to be a no Mustang yes. electric car. We all right. would have laughed at each other. Right. No, we would have. Yes. Uh, so, no, no, no. You don't ever have a Mustang. No. Name. But I yeah. think that. As you see right now, <laughs> but zero to sixty one point one seconds is faster than any Mustangs ever been. Yeah. No argument. Any, no argument. You'll take the, a Prius, Prius or a Fiat. Sorry to cut you off. Five hundred Fiat will blow a Mustang GT away because yeah. it's, it's one hundred percent torque. Yeah, right. you, don't, you don't lose anything through the drivetrain yeah. in an electric car. So you yeah. have you can have a Mustang and then a five hundred Fiat. Nobody knows. Look it up. It's like. This big, yeah. and it will pull the door yeah. for that Mustang. It's like off the line. Yeah. Now in the end, the Mustang will yeah. get it. Yeah. But down the road, Sorry. and like just like you see now, and he's absolutely right about all that. But what you see down the road, even now, is the Prius has been around. We all know them. We've all seen them. A lot of people have owned them. But price point's kind of high for yes, every day. It was then, was then, is now the right. new. And this is not a knock on Rivian because all of them are expensive. Right. Seventy thousand dollars, a lot of money for most people. I could buy three cars at that. Well, Five well, cars and at that's that. just it. Well, the used car market. The used car market has, has will and always ran parallel to, but there are still people running around in nineteen eighty whatevers. Sure. And that's going to continue for a long, long time. Sure. Just because you're buying, just because you can only buy a new. Hybrid and electric at the dealer doesn't mean that you're still not going to be a whole bunch of gasoline engine vehicles out on the road. Which so, may help the used. I mean, like the used car market seems like it's getting kicked pretty hard because it, it is, is awful. Right because now. it's easier to buy new with the interest rates and everything that the dealerships are given, pushing new vehicles. But it may bring the used cars back, mm-hmm. you know, down to like a, you know I, I'm not going to go buy a used truck for forty five thousand dollars when I can buy a new one. For fifty-five, and then my payments were cheaper. Mm-hmm. But you get a lot of rebates with new ones. Yeah. Well, you used to. Right now, with the chip shortage, yeah, stuff like that. There's no new car. New cars. There's nothing coming out. So yeah. yeah, you're not getting. They're not getting the rebates they used to. Is that, that what's going on with the dealerships too? Like I've noticed around town, like dealerships yeah. are very bare bones as far as all what the dealerships have. used and new and used are empty right now yeah. Yeah. because of supplier issues that have trickled down because of COVID. Have, are hitting the dealership, the new car dealerships now. Because of that, people need a car. They have completely depleted the used car dealer, uh, dealers down to nothing now. Yeah. So you drive by a used car dealer, there's six cars. Yeah. None of them know what anyone wants because that's why they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. And that was, I've, I just noticed this recently because it seems like every Sunday that's like now becoming a tradition with my youngest son, who's three and loves cars. 
we drive the car lots because he wants mm -hmm. to see the Corvettes or Camaros or yeah. Ch Challengers, Chargers, whatever's mm -hmm. out there. It's um, not a lot. But there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, there's yeah. the shortage of vehicles out there. And then I don't know how many cars that you work on that you like your, your total. So you have yeah, that's it. That, cars are throwaway now. Which yeah, is sad. so yeah, everything's throwaway. See my bad accident. We'll get that car. You're done. Yeah, everything's throwaway. Okay, well, that's just so, it, that's the way the world. That's the way my industry has gone, and we don't like it any more than anyone else. I mean, we all the parts are plastic. Yeah. That recyclers don't want them and won't take them. Yeah. So it's a case of, I you know our sheet steel and older car parts that we can recycle. We do um, aluminum. We do, but plastic. The dealers used to take them back and try to refurbish them. Aftermarket companies used to take them back and refurbish them. No one wants to do it anymore because it's labor intensive. Now, say someone drives like a 2008 Mazda 3 in the hood. <laughs> it's got some nastily chipped paint. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't know. Should I get this fixed? I probably got like another 30,000 miles in if I really want to, but it looks like a piece of shit. But like, so, so what do you do? His name is T-O-Double-D. Yeah. I, I, I could take care of it over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. What would hypothetically be like the price point on that? <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a two beers in discount code that we can next week? Without seeing it, it's hard to say, but at She's the same right time... She's right out front. You check her out on the way out. <laughs> but honestly, the truth is, like you said, Tyler says something about a $50,000 new truck. There's no $50,000 new truck on the lot anywhere. You go look. <laughs> but no. a brand new car, when you do a cost comparison between a brand new car versus fixing what you have, especially since it's what you know, and a lot of times it's almost paid for, it makes more sense, and that's mm -hmm. a big the make plug coming. Um, is the <laughs> what we do is we offer people discounts for paying out of pocket. Where you want to fix the hood of your car because it looks and you don't like it, and someday you're going to want to trade it in, and the dealership's going to beat you up on it because it doesn't look good. I ain't getting anything for that car. Well, but <laughs> you still want dies. it to look good, but at the same time, you. And eventually it's going to start rusting and then it'll cost you even more because mm -hmm. it's going to fail. So we offer the ability for you to get it fixed but not have to pay what would normally be full-on insurance type repair replacement type prices. Sure. So our biggest thing we want to do is to help people in order to maintain their cars, keep their cars, and not have to spend a ton of money doing it. It's only on the hood. I don't need to paint the rest of the thing. <laughs> and, and that's the other part of it. It's, that's a misconception with my business, is that we're a full-service collision shop. We also do complete paint jobs, is what Mako's known for from mm -hmm. its history. Uh-oh, well better get Mako. Exactly. I'm well aware of the stigma that goes with it, but there are... that Every Mako is independently owned and operated. Um, we are a franchise, but... The quality level, I'm the guy that lets the car leave, so it'll never leave if I'm not happy with it. But I will stand by that. <laughs> but you don't have to paint the whole car. I can do any single part of it you want to have done, and I'll never make you do something you don't want to. But he can't work in the fade. Of the sun. So no, I feel he can no, do the best he can. It's just a, it's a 2008, man. Mother She's seen better days. I, we don't get along. Yeah, yeah. So you Mother think Nature Nature is good Nature. painted? It, it may not. He'll do his best. It's yes. good. Give me like does, three more years out of it. He's absolutely right. There's Color is an incredibly yeah. difficult thing. It made it from like 2008 until about 2019. And then it's just been a downward spiral. So if you can give me like... If I can get three more years out of that car, like, What's game this? on. I'm hearing John's going electric. 
Who's paying for it? <laughs> I, don't have any, I don't have this money. Well, it's certainly uh, not two beers in. No, it's certainly <laughs> not. <laughs> no, sir. Are we talking scooters? Ballard just yeah, left. Yeah. Yeah. Have we got any promotions yet? Yeah. I mean, I got a slightly used golf cart that's small. Well, it's not even electric. That's gas. You, you, know, you can't find the key, too. though. So yeah, you can't no find key. the key first. You lost your key. Yeah, that's fine when you threw it out. That's easy. Yeah, that's, that's a story we're going to talk about. Hot wearing's a piece of cake on it. All right. So what about... Uh, craziest stories for both of you. You guys have seen a lot of crazy. We well, both things. have gotten a lot of wrecked vehicles. Yeah, right? wrecked vehicles. Different. I mean, even being at the dealership, and you see even dumbass stuff. Like, um, who, who? I mean, yeah. so I mean, like both of you, see like the soccer mom that like, got stuck on the gas pump, like cement pylon. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, I've seen a minivan coming off the interstate that had a tire. That was halfway through the windshield. No shit. Yes. Half out, half in. Was it her tire? Or no, their tire? Like Final destination no, stuff, man. <laughs> Someone <laughs> else's tire? Someone else's tire, boom, boom. Halfway through the windshield. Thank God, neither one would hurt. Yeah. Maybe their pants were soiled a little bit. Well, my, my mine would have been. Mine would be soiled a lot. I mean, absolutely. For the record, any new pants. Yes. That's uh, probably one of the most. I've spoken to you before, uh, previously, before you before went to Rivian, you know, your, your attack and the state of people's cars, when <laughs> they would bring them to you, was one of those just like, oh, cool, I'm glad, I mean, I'm a garbage person, but like, I'm not, I'm not a dumpster person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Body Shop has the same problem, the same as, they work on cars, we work on cars, Christmas just... Everyone lives their own life their own way. I'll say that first. However, we have gotten cars with half-eaten pizzas in the back seats. We have had them with 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 entire wardrobes in the trunk. Sure. Cars don't come with ashtrays anymore. That doesn't mean anything. People use the use the floor cup holders. Whatever works. People. Marijuana is not legal in Illinois. It's not illegal to smoke it in your car. You can still do it, just so you're aware. So, yeah, it's Seeds. lots of stuff like that. I had, a uh, back in the day when I uh, detailed cars and, I guess, managed Rebex. Well, Parkway you Auto did, yeah. Rebex. Yeah. No, I didn't do Parkway Auto Laundry. So I detailed cars on the side for a little while, and then I uh, was the detail manager at Rebex in El Paso. Sure. So when I did that, like, one of the best ones, we got a Mini Cooper that came in on a trade-in, and it was the the coupe, the little tiny hardtop convertible one. Uh, I found shrimp tails, uh, corn dog sticks, and chicken wing bones in the next next to the center council. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like that's not bad. That's it was it wasn't bad, but I'm like that's a hell of a combination. It's two for one you know? buffet today. So you go and talk to the I talked to the salesman that took it in on trade, and I'm like. I told him what I found, and he's like, oh, that's a big old boy that traded that car, and he goes, doesn't surprise me a bit. I'm like, that is a tiny, like, circus car. Like, I barely uh, fit in this thing. He's like, hey, twice your size. I'm like, and he was eating chicken wings while he was driving this thing? He's like, oh, yeah. That's a skill in its own. I've had, I had a car that I had to, actually, I got into, and my feet, everybody's driver's floorboard. I was like, three inches. And then I had to reach across move some stuff out of the passenger seat because I could see that mirror and I rear view mirror so full of I could not see anything out the rear mirror it was yeah. just, so full yeah. of the trash. whole back yeah. seat's full yeah. some passenger oh seat full God. of trash yeah. I tell you what there's not enough appreciation for detailers and I see and I see, see, and I see, see right, bugs 
Because you don't want to know about it. How do people take that into a public place and expect another human being to To deal with their... Or take care of it? Just get in it? There's no shame. We do it, though. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 You have to, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah. Well, that's the job. The yeah. During this pandemic, and I praise everybody, healthcare, first responders, everybody had to work it, but you never hear about the technicians who yeah. made sure that those, all running. those people yeah. got to work. Yeah. I mean, we worked every day this pandemic, yeah. and that's fine. That's what we signed up for. Yeah. We keep America moving. Yeah. But if you knew Absolutely. what some days we had to go through. Oh, you're just seeing some of the stuff. Oh, this is, I, I opened a car door. Like, yeah. It was, it was yeah. great being like in the detail shop. Like I, I had good relationships with a lot of the techs and like they would get something that was not coming to me, but they would come over like, Todd, you got to come check this car out. And like I go over there and I'm like, oh no, oh no. And he's like, I had to pull that in from outside. I'm like, no. Especially when it's 95 degrees out. It's always the hot days, yeah. too. Yeah. Or there's like something stuck to the leather seat, and you're like, I gotta sit down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you get the paper covers and stuff. The number one rule <laughs> in working in the auto shop is never put a black light inside a car. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> you know, so we used to have one. You had to go there, Todd. You had to go there. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Well, it's he, all right. He's he's talking about a blacklight. That was one of my crazy stories. Is that we've had a few, and we're not. I'm not going there. But you are. I went several, there. Go ahead. I went there. Go on. You are. You are. You are. Several. I, I paid the pass. We, we've had uh, we've had a few cars that come in from rental car companies. I won't say the names of any of them. However. People rent cars. A lot of times they don't care. Yeah, it's like a hotel room. Yes. <laughs> do it wherever you want. Well, it's also, they oh, also yeah. do things in them that are highly illegal, which is why they end up with bullet holes in them when oh. they show up to my place. I've had more than I can count. I've had brand new. I had a Chevy Silverado, a 2020 Chevy Silverado with 4,000 miles on it. Fuel tank, fuel filler neck had been cut. Three bullets in the hood, windshield broken, bedside caved in, and this was all from a rental. It was a brand new pickup. These are all the things people will do with a car that they just they people just sometimes. I just worked don't for a dealership. There was a loaner car, came back total, and the <laughs> drinks was still in the couples front and back. No. The mixed drinks was still in the couple when we came back, and the car's destroyed. I, had I mean, so- you don't get away with that. Somebody went to jail that night. Somebody went somewhere. Somebody went somewhere yeah. there. I mean, no, I don't say anything. I don't know, but yeah. the car was destroyed. I'm the guy. We were mixed drinks still in the couple of us. I'm the type of guy. We went to Florida, my wife and I and her family, and we took the rental car for a day. And we stopped at a gas station, got gas in the car. She got, you know, like a big gold type drink. Gets in the car, spills it. Well, first of all, I don't want to be in the car with sticky pop all over the place. So, like, I find the closest car wash, and I cleaned... Don't the, wear your windows down. And I, took, I cleaned everything. <laughs> you know, because like, I'm not riding in that. You know, and then you see some of the stuff that comes in, it's like, I don't know what that was has been stuck there for years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if a razor blade can't scrape it off, it's just kind of like, eh, it's throw it away. Yeah. I got a rental car story. I went to Austin for Music Festival, Austin City Limits, rented a car, a uh, girlfriend at the time, to, and, uh, a couple friend of ours, four of us go down, go to the festival, rent a car, we're going out to breakfast one day, and the rental had a backup cam, 
as I said, I drive a 2008 Mazda 3. It's totally shit. Does not have a backup cam. So I'm like, oh, man, let's use this fancy technology. Uh, Blind Spot had just a parking sign, nothing fancy, just the square tube with the holes in it. Yeah, yeah. Right in the corner. Backup camera didn't pick that up for you? Oh, (laughs) great, fantastic. I don't do well under stress. I get very angry. Did you have the insurance on that, John? Uh, <laughs> obviously not. I'm cheap. Uh, he didn't watch Days of Thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, panicking, doing all sorts of Googling. I'm supposed to go to Austin City Limits, a music festival, in like six hours. And this car is SOL. Take it to a chop shop, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, can you guys fix this? Yeah, give us day and a half no problem and I was I was like okay cool we're either gonna get this fixed for $700 or uh, the car got stolen and I don't, no motor. <laughs> I don't know what to do like, oh man it is what it is. Uh, so you almost stolen right uh, no uh, oh. end of uh, it's still in his garage <laughs> <laughs> it's in Austin and no one knows about right. it end of the weekend we had a um, like a 5.30 flight out of Austin to go back home so I pull into the rental car place, and the guy who's supposed to, like, check the car doesn't get out of his chair. He's like, all good? Good? All right, cool. I'm like, all right, man. I mean, I guess I could have just turned this in with, like, the bumper. Because it was right. just, it's as if someone punched the shit no, out of the yeah. bumper. It wasn't any structural damage. I wonder why John's car of Lewis running. Right. So in a future situation, what do I do there? Do I just, like, blame it on the stranger? Like... <laughs> Blame it on the guy. Yeah. Yeah? It, I don't know. I feel like the, whenever you go to the rental car places and, like, the guy walks you around the car and is, like, pointing out the stuff that's wrong with it. Yeah. Like, well, where did those come from? Because apparently it was from somebody else. Well, like, last yourself, time we had that exactly didn't care about the car. It was like, exactly oh, yeah, so make sure all of this well, is you know, there. When we gave you the car, it was in X, Y, and yeah. Z. And then you brought it back. Yeah. Now it's A, B, and C. This yeah. is on you, right? Yeah. I mean, like. the fascia. That hot, sounds sexual. Hot water. Yeah, it it really did. I mean, like, that's who? That's bumper to a person here. You want to go on a date here? Oh, dry hot water. Turn it back out. Turn it back in. He didn't say facial. He said facial. My bad. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. But it's the, the, the same point for cars. Facia, money shot. We have too many conversations going on. <laughs> one at a time. I, <laughs> Who's taking one to the fascia? We're taking one to the fascia. Turn my car in, man. Took one to the fascia. Todd's taking one to the fascia. That's rough. Never going back to Austin. That's rough night. Tell much. Keep Austin weird. No, thank you. Plenty weird for you. Whoever's listening to this is like, God, cars are Dirty. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm going to rewind this episode. <laughs> like, that guy took one to the face. Oh, you re-listen to this whole episode. So many innuendos. <laughs> <laughs> Two things for John. Well, the first is, a lot of times what they'll do, depending on how bad it is, if you decide to just fess up to it, which yeah. most people don't, you're not at all in the minority there, is that you just go ahead and turn it in they will, depending on how bad it is, a lot of times they won't even come after you because yeah. they're self-insured, I don't but know, you man. never know. And then the other part of it is, is like T said, that if you take, so warm it up a little bit and try pushing it out, but depending on how easy it is to get to, sometimes it won't work very well. However, here's what you're, here's so what you're saying, Todd, 
is rent cars, trash cars, turn them in. Todd gets money. Well, that's that, that's <laughs> all good for me. I mean, However, but use your own moral compass. Oh, I say that. moral compass. This I, is the wrong table we say that. Ouch, moral <laughs> compass. Your hotel room Ooh. hair dryer to I see know, if you can that bumper up. There are quite a few beers sitting around this table <laughs> right now. I grew up in a household where everyone, everything, uh, no knowledge was working on things indoors. I know nothing about cars. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things that the average Joe with no real background of cars should be doing for themselves? Changing their own oil? No, just check the oil. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, oh, maintenance. Check your tire chicken. pressures. Yeah. Check your oil. Make sure you got gas. All your fluids. <laughs> Know how to change a tire. Check. Know how to change a tire. Your tire. Every car is different. Sure. Uh, I've done it before. For, I'm the, good. For, for the record, German cars have bolts that hold the wheel on, not studs you put a wheel onto. So now, they are different. It'll now, freak someone out who doesn't know. A Volkswagen. Yeah, a Volkswagen Chrysler does. Has that too now. Really? So it's not only Ford. This Chrysler has that too. Oh. Yeah. So, Buddy. The other one is is to make sure you know well, you're good. some you're cars. Sure. Yes. Some cars that are out there now, especially the newest ones, the newer mm-hmm. ones with the high intensity headlights and LED taillights. You can't change taillights and headlights anymore. Mm-hmm. And if they blow out, <laughs> they get very, very expensive. Two hundred fifty bucks. That is dumb. on up. Yeah. I the other, the other thing that pisses good. me off with those HID headlights. <laughs> LED. No, no, he's high, right. No, high, high intensity diode. Is, oh, is your ID. He's right. So like you're someone's had to replace one no, before. Hey, bud, you're giving you full props. HID yes. headlights, right? Sure. So you ever get it to where you're driving down Six Points Road or another road, and somebody, some jerk thinks you got your brights on, he keeps flashing you, and I'm like, they no, are, they're they're they are bright, but these are my brights. And they're like, I have the tendency to flash my brights and be like, how do you like that? You yeah. know, like, they are. I don't think yeah, that's the right, right choice, but, but yes. it annoys me because I get it so often mm-hmm. that yeah. it's just like, no, these are the brights. Like you don't well, know. Our trucks are also much higher than the average yeah. vehicle. Yeah, that's well, something yeah. to consider. But yes, yeah. my truck headlights very high, are very right. right. I get it a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Check my tires. Check my oil. Just check your, your basic. The honest truth is, uh, for uh, someone that doesn't necessarily know what the basics are, and buy a new car, John. Um, who's paying for it? <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure there's a coolant bottle that has a max. Make sure your coolant's good. Um, your oil, dipstick. Make sure it's between. There's two lines. Minimum max. Sure. sure Favorite word ever: dipstick. And then check your tire pressures. <laughs> I feel like it was made wear. for people that don't work on cars. It's like <laughs> dipstick. Hey, what check am I supposed to check? Stick. The dipstick. Check your dipstick. <laughs> dipstick. Like, I don't know if anybody knows the origin of dipstick, but I would love to know it. Probably the dumbass that didn't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy has a lock more on the side of the road. He never checked his dipstick. <laughs> He's broke down, done. I will say, I know I, I do agree that the future of like electric vehicles is, is that's, the future. that's what's going to happen. Um, However, being a car guy, when uh, I think it was the Super Bowl, when General Motors came out and said that all of their the vehicles platform. will be electric by 2025 or something like that. To me, that's a huge statement. It, I, well, I think it's a huge right. statement. It's a and huge I'm a, statement. And I'm a GM guy, but... You drive a Jeep. Well, no, so there's okay. two butts. Okay, but... <laughs> but I mean, we my all first have one butt. butt. You, <laughs> you're, you're, you're one butt over my your butt. My first butt was the reason that I have kind of switched, and I do like Dodge, 
I give them credit because they had the balls to do it, was after GM put that commercial out, they put out that they're going to make a minivan with 707 horsepower and put the Hellcat motor in. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. Okay, that's, so now that's you got one, like you one got the two going this way, and the rest going. And away. you got yeah, and props to them for going that way. And see who's yeah. gonna you know because it's gonna be the same. Like they're gonna everybody's gonna butt heads again on the topic because you got the old car, car guys that are like, oh, I like to work on my car. I want as much horsepower as possible. Mm-hmm. You got the newer car guys that like the speed of the electric vehicles. Maybe not like the look, you know, because we were talking about like, don't call a Mustang Mustang when it's a SUV. I don't know. I don't. When you got to plug it in, I really I don't. don't I, I don't know what to do with that. The styling will change because yeah. we started off, like you said, we started off with the Prius, and everyone hated it. But they, but Toyota did that to make and it so distinctive. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and then you, but they're now they're becoming more and more and more because now there's a lot of hybrids running around. It doesn't look any different than a standard. It doesn't. You know, yeah. That's the that they're going. It's change, going to where it's change changing. Change is the hardest thing. But I feel as though a lot of you just kind of need to get your, like, minds over the fact that, like, a car is no longer what it was back then. Like, trunk space is not necessary. You know what I mean? Now, now you, you don't even... Now you, right, yeah, but, like, uh, the trunk doesn't frunk. need to exist. Yeah. You can either make the car bigger and but have you know more capacity. essentially have, like, a minibus. <sighs> uh, or you make it smaller and you just have it um, zip even more. Right? No? I mean, a car doesn't have to look like a car anymore. Yes, it does. Right. And no... <laughs> Well, they're right. <laughs> styling can go in every direction. A hundred percent. That's always going to change. Yeah, that's in the back. John, I just need you know? the space yeah. they got. Now. It's, it's, you know what yeah, I mean? So one guy's one guy's style that designs the car. And Isn't the other guy's potpourri? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is you know, you get like so, like Corvette going with a mid-engine car. They now have a frunk. But like with GM moving the way they are, it makes an easier transition for their Corvette followers to go to electric. Right. In the future, you know, like, I think it's how you, how you go. You're just it's hard to call it American muscle when there is it. right electric. Yeah, right. There will always be a need for the torque of a combustion statement that we're going totally. And they got the Hummer that is going to come back. That's all electric. I mean, it was a big statement. It, it was a. It was Can a, they it was make that statement? Keep that statement. It was an incredibly bold statement. I don't know. I'd love that car. That'd be awesome. The other down. thing is, is yeah. where is the ceiling for price? Ooh. You know, like Hummers in 05 when no, they brought well, the H2 back. Tyler, if it was 05, 03. Yeah. Because if you stick to what you have now, you don't have to have that price. No. You know, and I think Unless Ford was the first. That. Wasn't Ford the first one to crack 100000 for a truck uh, from the factory? They're. Their quad well, they, cab they, diesel dually platinum, platinum was, yeah. King Ranch was yeah. hundred and ten thousand yeah. dollars. And then you kick the like, Shelby why, versions man? off. Why of that, that, you know, I love you guys it's, for it's knowing that. Night, it's a no, really, really nice truck, truck, but there's only yeah. there's only two percent of people oh, that no, need it. Why don't you guys talk about that? <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, diesels are hard to compare because they'll run for eight hundred thousand miles. You know, so it's like, yeah, you're going to spend the money. As long as they don't break. But it's a semi. Yeah, you're buying a semi truck. For the I, no, I worked on a Cummins that had 800,000 miles on Yeah. Speaking of diesels, though, I don't know if you guys know any of the stuff that happened. So before Rivian was Rivian, Rivian was where Rivian. it was Mitsubishi left, yeah. 
but the parking lot was full of Audi. Was it Audi's and Volkswagen? Audi's and Volkswagen. Because it was an emissions yeah. thing, right? It yeah, was they, part of the recall yeah. from them getting busted. For they the lied about, about like what the testing. What happened to those cars? They, they got scrapped. They or got scrapped or sold off. Yeah. No, you know how much I mean, money geez, was sitting in that parking lot? Billions between Billions. the la- that lot and all the rest. Please, they, uh, yeah. some of them were Please sold off. Some, some of them were scrapped, yeah. depending on how it, much it, they had it, on they them. Could be shit Others it, were reprogrammed. Like yeah. Whatever. See, I hope it was like this. Super- <laughs> One at a time, guys. <laughs> I was hoping that it came out to be like the Super Bowl T-shirts. Oh like, yeah, they print both teams to win. With the losers, over like to Indy or something like that. I was hoping those cars got like used somewhere else because there's nothing wrong with them. It's just the manufacturer having to lie about a few things. Well, the sad truth was all they really needed to be was reprogrammed because it was the programming scheme in them that made them not meet the EPA standards. And there's a whole other thing about how that whole programming scheme worked. Talk about kids get into programming. Look into it, research how what Volkswagen did, and you'll see that programming is very important because it's easy to deceive someone if you know what you're doing with programming, because that's exactly what Volkswagen and Audi did. But to to do software reprogram to resell them was more... Well, it was was cost prohibitive, and the truth was the public perception had tainted those vehicles to where Mm -hmm. no one wanted them. So there were still people out there that went, I want a diesel, it's a Volkswagen, it's Audi, it runs good, I'm going to buy it no matter what. And then, But there were a lot of people who were tainted by it, and that's yeah. why Volkswagen has pushed so hard there to was go quite a few people to electric. They bought the cars back and asked, how can I get it back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you need to do? Because they love the car. Yeah, love mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. How can I get it back? And they're like, mm-hmm. well, you can pay your out, you're done. Yeah. 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 Mind-blowing how many bugs were out there that had diesel motors in them. Like, I knew you could get them, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how many there actually were that were sitting out there. I'm like, there's a lot of vehicles yeah. that are in the States, in Europe. They yeah. have different names. Well, yeah, yeah. But they have diesels in them. And manual transmissions. Yeah. Yeah. Diesels, so, in, diesels and, and in manual Mexico. transmissions yeah. are much more prevalent in places other than here. Yeah. So, hmm. being in the car business, I feel like you gotta ask, what was your first car... And what was the car you've always hmm. wanted? Have you had it? Or I'll play this game. Still got I'll it. play this game. I wanted to do this mainly because Jeff, Jeff and me go back and forth on cars. And we always just kind of had this like joking banter where he was like, I, my first car was on like cinder blocks and like the ass hit the ground every time you had a bump. <laughs> so was, my, I'll go first. My first car, and I was lucky. My first car at a, in high school was a Monte Carlo SS, which I still own. What year? It's 88, last okay. year. It was, it's languishing away in my shop, waiting for me to have the time to do something with it. Right. But you still have it. I still, still have it. it. I still have it. Do your it's dream car, too. Dream car, I've always had a very, very soft spot for either a Shelby Cobra or a uh, 575M Ferrari Marianello. Oh, Those right. are my, that, that would be my, and it's not the sexiest of all of them, but that's the one I want. Are you a 67 Shelby GT500 like an Eleanor, or are you a 7, or the 7? I'm a Cobra, guy. I'm a Shelby Cobra guy. Okay, alright. I'm the one from 
Ford versus Ferrari. All right, yeah. So you want this, the, what is it, 65s? Yeah. 65? Yeah. All right, so I was a car guy from birth. My very first car at 16 was a 1978 Trans Am. Sweet. Which I yanked the motor, bored mm-hmm. 30 over, competition racing cam. You were the band Holly do a pump stripper. That was my first car. No 16-year-old should have that car ever. It was just stupid fast. That's a good <laughs> car. My <laughs> dream car is a 1970 Trans Am with a Ram Air 5. Okay, Ooh. yeah. Which that car is rare. Very expensive. What color? You like the white and the blue? Right with the blue stripes. There you go. You John, I'm thinking we're going to blow this up. <laughs> I'm going to ruin this for everybody. <laughs> right? Uh, first car was my aunt's Mitsubishi Galantz. Blew that out because it didn't put enough oil in the engine. Like and to them. then drove a Buick LeSabre for like seven years, and I loved that car so much. Called it the boat, man. That car was awesome. What's your dream car? Uh, an Indian motorcycle. Whoa! <laughs> nice. right. no, the new or new or old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty good now. They're sharp. Yeah, they're, uh, sharp they're right all now. sexy. I guess yeah. old school, just because I mean, like that's. Are you want that, like the leather tassels and the the bags and the sides and stuff? Like that? You're gonna go go yes. go big. Gold. Yeah, yeah. Are you see, a little bit? See, not all of it. Tassels all around. Jeff. I can't grow on, a man. good enough handlebar mustache, so you, you know, can. It, this is all I got. Keep working. Well, you, little growth on you when it finally comes in, then the motorcycle will come. You were moving towards the Sons of Anarchy haircut. But then he cut it all well, off. Well, I could probably do a little something with this. Give it time. It grows back. But the cars have never been my uh, thing. Speak some for yourself, John. Some of us have facial hair because we can't grow it on top of our yes. heads. Speak no for yourself, John. This, this is my hair. <laughs> this is my hair. Uh, yeah, uh, four or five members of this party are wearing hats. <laughs> you, you do the math. Oh, no, I'm bad. <laughs> Mine's just out of principle. My facial hair is, too, because I'm lazy. Jeff? Oh, my first... Car was this. a 1981 Oldsmobile Omega, <laughs> red. Loved it. Uh, we may have gotten her up to about 85 to 90 <laughs> once on the uh, old interstate downhill. Was all through the, the tail and all the hubcaps came off. <laughs> And my friend said, you better, and the whole car was shaking. My friend's like, stop, I'm going to get the hubcaps. I'm like, no, let the hubcaps go. I'm like, just let her go. It's let good. It be, they're good. It's good. It's good. She didn't have a name. Oh, no. She's going to have a name. First oh, car's going to have a name. No, well, so then uh, my friend and I, we have... Uh, we painted a spider on the hood. Because yeah. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Well, it didn't last much longer. She died a, a fast and horrific death. But this was back when you had long hair and like the military. Uh, boots, not right? yet. No, that was when I was in Pre Doc Martin Jeff. This was, yeah, this is high school. This was it your car or your friend that well, drove the car through the, the toll booth thing? No, okay, okay, okay. okay. Or custom. So, no, this was, my, this was my parents' car that they saved. And it became mine, but then it died. This has no, no, no. My friend that drove through a toll booth is another idiot who had a station wagon, and he crashed into the toll booth he went across Canada the border. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He did. But, but the difference is, he's a mountain. Um, yeah. the, the difference is, myself and my friends. He was one of my friends, but nobody drove home with him. Anybody would go there with him. Nobody came back with him, you know. Uh, my dream... It's probably what you got, isn't it? What? Your dream? Well, I do love what I have, but Bay no. Force One? Nope. 
18 vein. Cool. Cheers. Oh, yes. Cheers. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. If we're going, yeah, if we're going full, full fantasy yeah, cars, if we're going full yes. fantasy, I mean, Tron motorcycle. I'm going yes. 1980s, what is it, GMC, yes. flat black. I want the spoiler. I want B.A. Baracus driving me around. All of Mr. Chance, Gold Chance, Chairs, Drop the first one ever, right there. In all of our podcast history, that is the first F-bomb ever dropped. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're the one that did it. And I did it, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's going to save me from yes. On the album mark. <laughs> yes. That's a, yeah. I feel like that's a good birthday Christmas present, you know, for you is the. You can buy me that? Well, it's not like it's. We it's not like you're it, asking for a Ferrari. Sure, I am not. I'm no. sure. We, you know, if you said to us, we, yes, we yes, can make it happen. We can, we can, we can, we can I mean, scratch up our hands. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you were like, time, like, I want a 550 Marinello, eh, maybe out of my price range. No. But you want a 78 van. Y'all yes. got a van yes, already. I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, wait, we, 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 we can make yeah. that one happen. Have you seen old school vans versus new school vans? 100% fur carpet on the van. I don't know what may go shiny for people to be in the vehicle. black is Actually, M sixteens are actually Even if they're Nerf guns, like mounted on the sides, you know. Well, because the body's got to be nice, right? Yes. Yeah. No flaws. And lastly, the car talk guy. What we want? What do we have? So when I asked the question, it wasn't meant to be for me. It comes full circle. Yeah. You started the question. All right. My first car was a '91 Dodge Stealth. Oh, she's a beaut. I got it dirt cheap because the uh, check light engine was on. Turns out that the couple that owned it uh, hauled it behind their uh, camper. Mm -hmm. So it ran up the mileage. All four wheels were on the ground. Right. Got some rock chips and stuff on the hood. So I wanted to paint it. My dad said, well, if you want to paint the car, here's a sanding block and uh, some primer. He's like, I know a guy back in February that'll paint it for you okay great so I hand sanded that car in the driveway of my parents house uh, I didn't keep it I don't I don't think I've kept my uh, so long story short my my parents or my mom used to call me two-week Tyler because it <laughs> correlated with girlfriends and cars <laughs> so like I, I I've never uh, I've never kept a car long enough that I've worn out the tires and had to replace them because I wore the tires down. Um, also, I guess girlfriends have never been along that long, around that long. God bless Holly. Except for one. Uh, but right. Yeah. Except for except for Holly. Except for Holly, which you know, thumbs up to Holly that you know she made the past two weeks. Yeah, right. No. Uh, dream car. Who dream car stuff? I don't know. Uh, Probably a '98 Viper GTS Woo. would be my my dream car. Very good car. I worked on them. I don't know if I could Very fit fast. them unless they uh, can do the adjusted seat tracks. Because I heard that they, uh, the seats don't adjust in those. They go back only like maybe two inches. A couple inches, but you can buy extendable seat tracks right from factory I love that he knows but you have to. Your footwear, yeah, because I worked on them. I was Viper certified. Yeah, have you with a work boot? You'd hit the clutch and the brake pedal at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they pretty much said they're like lumber wagons. They're very, very rough. The yes. average supercar and race car like that is designed very for fast. people with really small feet mm-hmm. and designed to be on a flat track. Yeah. So not, sixteen not wide doesn't work for you. You can try. 
But the problem is there's 16 inches across between two pedals. Once again, yeah. 18 van, <laughs> yes. flat black. Uh, yep. And I may hit gas pedal, brake pedal. No more. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. We've learned a lot this week. Uh, two week Tyler, car talk Tyler, stuff to look forward to in the future. We don't but need from, that uh, time. from Dipstick <laughs> himself, thank you to the two Todds for coming in to look two beers in. Thank you for having me. Guys, uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you next week.